when I wears my flashing sword and my hand takes hold on judgment. I will take vengeance upon mine enemies and I will repay those who hate me. O Lord, raise me to thy right hand and count me among thy saints. You are listening to the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. Expand your mind and keep it love. Everything you hear in this episode is fair use, creative commons license. What we're actually seeing is the systematic implementation of the fall of the republic and the rise of the corporation of the United States. Every major event is is a step in the ladder to achieve that end. COVID is just another rung in the ladder, which is why there's a deliberate mixing of all the wordplay, right? I mean, we should stop calling it, you know, quarantine. That's a term designated for people that are verified sick. This is a house arrest mandated by the state. You should stop calling it, you know, social distancing. There's nothing social about forced isolation. Uh, We should stop saying safer at home when millions of Americans don't have basic necessities adequate to fit their needs. It assumes that everybody's home is equally as safe as the people that are making the statements. We should stop saying, you know, uh, this is for the greater good, right? When you close the economy, killing millions of businesses that families have worked generations to establish, that's anything but good. We should stop saying this is the new normal. That's just blatant mind control drivel. There's nothing normal about forced isolation, you know, treating your neighbor like they have the plague, breathing your own bodily waste, wearing masks, living in constant fear of contamination. That's normal. I mean, after all, if the virus is so deadly, why hasn't it wiped out the homeless who don't social distance, wash themselves regularly, let alone, you know, live in or have access to a sterile environment? Last year, 1.5 million people died of tuberculosis. Why were you not wearing a mask during the tuberculosis pandemic? You were endangering, you know, public health and safety, along with billions of other uh, people around the globe. So why didn't you wear a mask? I'll tell you why. Because the mainstream media didn't tell you to wear a mask. <laughs> right? And so because, because though 1.5 million people died from tuberculosis, there was no tuberculosis pandemic. Any more than there's a coronavirus pandemic. What you're really participating in is a beta test for AI systems and facial recognition. See, these cameras work best when people are, you know, distance apart. Now that they're, now they're actually testing through machine learning how to recognize, you know, a face that's partially covered. It's also a way to easily determine who's compliant and who's not. Who does the propaganda work on and who it doesn't? Now get this, you know, there there's some ironies that are here, right? A, a society that kills millions of babies a year for convenience has shut itself down to prevent adults from dying. People that on the one hand slaughter babies in the womb by the millions are now preaching uh, to the masses about the, the sanctity of human life. It's double speak, double talk. It's the, two, it's the two doctrine policy, one for the initiated, one for the uninitiated, one for the inner circle, another for the masses. It's like saying, you know, if I violate the stay at home order, I can be arrested, but you're letting convicted criminals out of prison so they don't get coronavirus. Thesis, antithesis, synthesis. If there's a real pandemic, does it require, you know, 
uh, faulty virus models, rigged test results, 81% false positives, inaccurate news reporting, staged hospital overruns, manipulated death certificates? Nope. You know, when the government shuts down millions of small businesses but doesn't lay off any government employees, it's not about the health. Hmm? When the state bans dentists from practicing but deems it necessary for abortion clinics to stay open, it's not about your health. When the, the, the state prevents you from buying seeds for your garden but allows you to purchase lottery tickets, it's not about your health. An institution that you know has the ability to destroy all of Earth through you know alleged nuclear warfare should not regulate personal self-defense. You know, an institution that's caught trafficking drugs shouldn't be able to regulate plants. An institution that's racked up $23 trillion prior to coronavirus in debt shouldn't be allowed to manage the retirement fund. Hmm? An institution that was caught spreading STDs should not be allowed to run health care. If people are really concerned about public health and safety, you know, in general, but, you know, they don't care if people, you know, um, eat garbage, drink poison, smoke cancer and take prescription drugs, but think that toilet paper, hand sanitizer, and masks are going to protect them from the boogeyman coronavirus. You know, this is a special kind of stupid that I, I can't address here. You should ask yourself uh, some, a couple basic questions. When did you consent from, you know, you creating a government to serve you to you serving the government ruling over you? If you want to know, you know, who's in charge, just think about who you can and can't criticize. This is episode 151, and I'm your host, Miguel. Just a little housekeeping before we start. I will be changing my logo, my icon for the podcast, which currently is a monk-looking dude in a karate stance in a fighting stance, like a Muay Thai stance, and black and white photograph, and that's going to be changed over to my new logo, which is going to be pretty cool. So don't be surprised if you're panning through and scrolling through and you don't recognize it. It's going to continue to be the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. However, I'm just changing my photo. So I just want everybody to know that. And uh, I have, and one of the reasons I did it was that photograph is really hard to do merch with, so I condense it down to a very simple design, black and white, and it's much easier to put over onto merch. So yeah, just be on the lookout for that. It's going to change over. And uh, yeah, I'd like some feedback on my new logo also. Today, the podcast, we're going to talk about Carl Jung and the Shadow, which is revisiting a topic that we've touched upon a few times and in this time right now, it's really critical to do that because I, I'm seeing a lot of shadow projection out there, what's happening right now with individuals, with peoples, with cultures, countries, leaders. It's scary, man. It's really, really scary. And what I mean by shadow projection, is, and YouTube, you know, there's a lot of good uh, content out there with that. So basically, what the shadow is, is aspects that we have within us that are very dark, generally speaking, dark in a bad way, in that we all have that good and evil within us, and you're actually seeing a lot of that right now. 
But until an individual person recognizes his shadow aspects and integrates it into his being, you're going to have a lot of issues and you're going to be project. What ends up happening is you end up project projecting your shadow and aspect, dark aspects of yourself onto other people because you have no other way of integrating or dealing with it. Actually, you can't integrate it. So that's why you project it onto someone else. And at that point, once you project it over onto another uh, individual, another society, another culture, another race, once you do that projection over to an outside entity, then you can assimilate it and in integrate with it because it's not your issue. It's they're the problem. And that's what you're seeing right now. People going back and forth, blaming one another and looking, you know, to make something out of nothing. In other words, it's nature abhors a void. So there's no way you're going to be able to get something from nothing. So if you're unable to do that, you're going to get upset and you're going to end up projecting that anger and that shadow aspect within yourself onto others. It's a little tricky to, to, to get this concept and it's a little bit more of an advanced concept. Young goes really, really cuts really deep. I'm not a Freud dude. I think I'm not going to say Freud is full of shit. He, smart dude, and, and, and broke everything down, but the majority, uh, he was a reductionist. The majority of his resolution of everything was sex and all that kind of stuff like that. Just very base emotions, you know. And the thing I love about Jung is that he, he dies very deep, Jung, Carl Jung, and he really gets to the, to the core of the issue. You can relate to, when you listen to his teachings, you can relate to it. It's really important to, to read some of these brilliant minds like Carl Jung, like Frederick Nietzsche, like Carlos Castaneda, Aristotle, Marcus Aurelius, I can go on and on. But these are people that dedicated their whole lives to searching out truth and understanding and... You are listening to Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn Podcast. And mankind. And it would be a shame to just let all of that go without letting it impact your life and kind of help you along your journey to to what Jung called self-actualization or self-realization. It all boils down to the self because like I always said this, if you can't integrate all of the aspects of yourself and, and come into balance and understanding of yourself, you're going to live a mis miserable life. You're going to live an illusionary life and and your life is going to be dictated to you by external forces, you know. Again, kind of, kind of uh, hard concepts, but I'm sure, I'm sure that you know people do kind of get what I'm saying. I know my listeners, you guys are top notch as far as uh, understanding that. And if you don't fully understand it, do your research because that's what life is all about. It's in, in enriching yourself and learning and adding to your toolbox all of these different things that will help you live a better life money is not going to give you a better life it'll seem to be it's illusionary wealth power and fame and all that stuff it's all illusionary that's why you have so many of these uh affluent people and rich people and powerful people they're living very very unhappy and unfulfilled lives and not even to mention this whole pedophilia and all of this adrenochrome and all the shit going down right now it's and it's all coming to the surface right now and no healthy person or happy, self-actualized person would conduct themselves in that way, the way our leaders and 
These rich people, most rich people, not all, are conducting themselves. So it's very important to do this, the shadow work and, and integrate that into your psyche and into your mode of thinking, your modalities. So a really good example of a person that needs to do shadow work is New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio. And he is really like the archetype of Trudeau, the president in, in Canada, and the governor of California, I forget what his name is. These, these are cookie-cutter archetypes that are so full of shit. In other words, they, they spout, you know, hey, you know, love and peace and let's march and Black Lives Matter. And I'm not going to make any comment on that Black Lives Matter because every life that God creates matters. If I lose listeners over this, Honestly, I don't want you listening if that's your mentality. So, again, I'm Puerto Rican and I'm not into that shit. You know, every every child of God is important. And what's happening is that whole movement, that whole Black Lives Matter movement is a socialist movement. The two leaders and the two women that started that are, are devout Marxists and communists. And they've admitted and they want to drag this country down into socialism and Marxism which we all know how many millions of people died as a result of that. They they really need to understand one thing. If if that does take place, if that either one world government or that socialist communist government takes over, they, they're the first ones to go. They're the first ones to go to the prison camps and ex- execute it because they're no longer useful. Flashback to Yuri Bezmenov. If, if uh, go back to one of my episodes of YouTube, Yuri Bezmenov, and see... You know, the whole thing is the indoctrination is phase one of the communism. They don't come with guns and rifles and, you know, military. They do subversion. They they do it psychologically, you know, and they do it slowly, you know, without a bullet being fired. So, like I said, phase one is the indoctrination through the educational system, which takes, which takes 20 years to indoctrinate a child from, from first grade through through high school. And then the second phase is the demoralization. And now with this whole pandemic thing, it's separation because they want to keep people out of contact with one another. So we are more easily controlled. I've also heard that uh, the reason why they want people six feet apart is for that facial recognition because it doesn't work when people are too close together. I'm kind of straying off topic, but back to these leaders like de Blasio. I was talking about de Blasio. It was asked to him, you know, hey, you know, all of these... uh, all of these businesses went under and people lost, lost their livelihoods. And I think it's 30 or 40 million people that are unemployment right now, like at a, just instantly as a result of this. And they're asking him, you know, that's the choice that, that uh, the government is making to, to shut all these businesses down. But yet people can protest and be, you know, within inches of one another. And I'm not against the protest. I believe that, you know... The, you got to protest and speak your voice, but I don't condone the violence. I don't condone the looting. I don't condone, you know, a bunch of people stomping on one person or any that. That's that's something that you're going to pay for when you get when your time comes, man. But they asked De Blasio, you know, about that, and and they said, you know, you shut down all these businesses, but now, you know, you allow these people to protest. And he goes, he goes, well, you know, we we can't stop. This is an amazing time that we're in. Like he's so full of shit. And another thing, they talk, these politicians, they talk and talk and talk. And don't even let me mention George Soros because he's the one that's funding all of this. And my people, man, we, we, we 
have perpetually been the victims of this because they don't do not a fucking thing for us. They'll put millions and millions and billions of dollars into this, but they won't set up a little cafeteria to nourish young children in the ghetto or to teach them how to read a book or how to brush his teeth properly or just just etiquette in teachings that a dad would teach his younger kid or a school system being that the parents, you know, let's say, that because obviously if you see people running around like this, and I mean black people, white people, all types of people running around like this, because when you look at these riots and looting and everything like that, everybody's doing it because they have gotten through to us with their indoctrination and the demoralization. When you're demoralized, you don't love yourself, so you're not going to love anybody else or care about anybody else. So, I know I'm rambling, but we need to understand that they're not doing a fucking thing for us, man. And and I'll, contrary, they're hurting us. I, I I was listening to something on Instagram. Instagram is starting to get interesting because a lot of people are waking up. Uh, they were talking about a meeting. Uh, this guy was talking about a meeting. I, I wish I had his name in front of me, but he he's on Instagram. He was talking about a friend of his told him that he attended a meeting in 1991. Just when the rap music really started taking off. And in this meeting, they were forced to sign non what do they call that I forget what the name of it is but when non-disclosure clause non-disclosure clauses where they won't disclose anything that was said in that meeting or anything that took place in that meeting and what the meeting was it was gathering of privatized prison industrial complex leaders and music industry leaders and basically what it came down to was that this new mode of music, this new genre of music, rap music, could be utilized and grafted and charted and, and, and profited from. And what they needed to do is push people towards crime and murder and drugs and, and living decadent lives, demoralized lives, so that these people, my people, uh, Latinos and, and blacks at that time, Mostly because not, not white people, you know, and I, I don't, I feel bad for using the word white. I don't, I don't see it in that way, but just kind of cut to the quick, you know, because that whole white thing is just a label too. And even black, like black people, you know, they come from Nigeria, they come from Ghana, they come from Cuba or whatever country they may come from, Vietnam, Cambodia is the country they're from. And that's what they are. Not, not white and black, you know, reductionist, but in this meeting, they were telling them that they need to drum up the violence and the crime in this music so that they can overpopulate these private prisons for profit. And this this is something that people don't realize. And if you, you're close to my age and you remember, initially when rap music first came out, it was kind of positive, man. You know, KRS-One, Boogie Down Productions, and just a lot of... Uh, there was some positive music, even... Even, uh, what's this one? Public Enemy. They were coming out with some real positive music, man, to enrich society and everything like that. But that was not good, and they had to subvert that. Again, you know, because they don't want the truth getting out, and they don't want unity. All they want is division. Hence, social distancing. Gotta open up your eyes, man. Really, really have to open up your eyes, and you really have to pay very, very close attention. And if you disagree with, you know... A few of the things that I'm saying, I, I totally respect that and I understand that, but you need to hear it. You know, sometimes you might hear something two, three, four, five times, and then finally this eighth time, it kind of drums into you, and you get it. 
And again, a lot of people are not going to get this, and they're not going to get what I'm saying, because there's so little truth out there that people really are predominantly in darkness. And you can see the levers and the mechanisms in place that use people as puppets, and they just echo whatever the fuck they drum into them. You know, listen to this, man, and pay very, very close attention, man, because we're in a very critical time right now, and it can go either way. I'm going to jump around on some different topics right here real quick because I feel that this needs to get out there. So, you hear me speak a lot about love and compassion and all these different things, which are very, very important. Love for yourself and love for others. Because if you don't love yourself, there's no way you can love others. And that's all well and cool too, but in the times that we are right now, you cannot be walking around like a bliss bunny. You know, outside saying, hey, we have, you know, the compassion. I mean, if you're speaking to a close friend or whatever, but... You have to have that hard outer shell because you don't know who you're dealing with, who's observing you, and what's going on. And this is a very violent and militant time that we're in right now where the, these forces are at work and at play to just create havoc and chaos and murder. And look at what's happening in New York City right now. That That's my city. I would go to New York, and if you go back to some of my... Older uh, shows, more older episodes, you would always say, oh, I just got back from the city, and, you know, now I'm seeing, you know, I, if I'm not mistaken, Chicago's on fire. The other day in Brooklyn, I think, in one weekend, 14 people were shot, an X amount of murders. It's insanity. As a matter of fact, this guy was decapitated yesterday. Today is July 18th, so on July 17th, some relatively rich techie guy down on Houston Street. He got in, in his luxury apartment. He uh, got decapitated and dismembered, man. And that's in New York City. That's my city. And that's a really, really exclusive area down there. But New York, I don't know what it... This is some crazy shit that's going on right now. So you cannot be walking around like a bliss bunny and all, you know, positive and trying to, you know, uh, to, uh, you know... Unless if it's, like I said, it's somebody you know, but you got to have that hard exterior shell and be observant of uh, and pay attention to what's going on around you because you don't want to get yourself hurt either. I mean, your, your responsibility is to your family and to your loved ones and to come back home and help provide for them and, and provide for your tribe. So be really, really careful because I, sometimes I see people out there and the intention is good. But it's not, they're not connecting the dots and observing the timing and patterns of what's around them. Or what they call s social, what does it know? Situational awareness. Right? That's, <laughs> that's my new word. And that's the word for 2020, is situational awareness. Paying attention to everything around you. Really dangerous time that we're in right now. But to tack on top of that, I see something happening where people are really starting to wake up and echo like a lot of the things that I'm saying. We're on the same frequency of how they're trying to divide us and how we need to stick together and help one another and understand what's what's taking place right now as far as this one world government and everything that they're trying to do. It, 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 I, I, see, I see this turning out at the end good, you know. I mean, they're saying so many things that now they don't want to use coins because coins are obsolete and cash and it could transmit this bullshit virus. I mean, <laughs> this shit can get exhausting, all of the bullshit that they're feeding to us. So that's why we got to internalize and look within ourselves to make sure that we're cool as an entity 
and that we have a total understanding of what's what's taking place because if you know what's happening then you you're removing yourself from the chaos okay and you're putting yourself in a position of being self-actualized like Jung would say right I know I started this out talking about Jung but it's it's all boils down to the same thing you know it's it all boils down to you got to put that work in and, and, and understand the self and I have a really good understanding of this because I have been dealing with integrating the shadow I, di I didn't know what the labels were for it but a, a lot of these different uh, important works that an individual has to do I've been doing this probably since around age 14 14 or 15 when uh, actually at the time I was living in Boston I lived in Boston for like I don't know four years from like age I don't know 12 13 14 15 something like that and I was getting into too much trouble in Brooklyn so uh, my sister took me to live with her up there in uh, in Boston, Massachusetts. And it was kind of a life-changing experience because I was able to get out of the ghetto and see the way... I don't want to use the word normal people, but to see a little brighter side of life. where Because uh, when, when I grew up in Brooklyn, in them years, man, the 70s, early 70s to early 80s, if I'm not mistaken, it's one of the most violent times and murder rates and everything like that, and, and you know... In history, pretty much, man. It was really, really a violent time. I mean, for kicks and, and for play, we would do what's called uh, either chess boxing, let's go chess. You know, you fight with each other, but you could only hit to the chest. And uh, inevitably, one of them shots to the chest would hit, hit somebody in the face, and now you got a full fight. There was a lot of robberies, a lot, lot of drugs. That's when the drugs started. That's when the rap music started, the break dancing, the graffiti, and all of these. And it, I've seen it, you know. You know, I seen the first blunt rolled in front of me in, in the exit of Wyckoff Garden Projects, you know, and the guy's like, and the first 40. I mean, all of this shit, you know, the rap music and everything like that, the pop locking. I, I seen a lot of shit, man, you know, but the difference is I was able to integrate that, what I was seeing in front of me and interpret it, which dr drove me at that young age to really start reading a lot of philosophy and stuff like that, because I knew that that was the answer you know to look within just look just look at some of these people that you see on the news on Instagram YouTube or whatever when they're getting all riled up you could you could actually see that they're just a vessel okay they're just a megaphone for not only the ego but for what the dark forces that are a player in this world, you can see it. They're just echoing shit, and it doesn't make any sense what they're saying. They just keep repeating the same shit, you know? And if and if and I'm going to say it, man. You know, if Black Lives Matter, man, how come young children in the ghetto are getting shot in the head just walking down the street? They have to sleep in their bathtubs, man, some of them, so that they don't get shot. Because I know up in Bed-Stuy, Marcy Projects, Bushwick... I mean, these places are hot. My area where I grew up is really gentrified, and it's really nice now because it's close to Manhattan. But you got some hard-ass projects over there, the Gowanus projects. And, uh, yeah, if so if, so in our community, man, if, if, if black and minority lives matter, why are we killing one another? Why are we shooting one another? And you don't hear anything about it on the mainstream media because they don't want you to look that way. They want you to look over this way. It's... It's something that's very serious, man. 
because they're, they're tearing down our community. And what's going to end up happening at some point, they're going to turn around and say, oh, this is your fault. They're going to blame. How is it possible with all of that negative energy and murder and rape and everything like that, how is it possible that that's not going to come back to you? You know, that karma is not going to roll right back to you, all of the actions that you've taken. Right? At some point, they're going to turn around and point the finger. Just like with the market crashing, they blame it on the coronavirus. So guess who the next skateboard is going to be, right? Either the next one or the following one. So you got to... The first, first thing that you have to do is learn how to deal with that, that ego and not let it make decisions for you, not let it control you. Because, like I said, at the point in time that you react or deal with life through the ego and let the ego do your thinking for you, you're done for. That's number one. Number two, you have to learn what shadow aspects you have within you, the darkness within you, because the same amount of light that you have within you, you have equal and opposite uh, shadow elements of it. And that just comes from the Garden of Eden. You know, yin and yang. It, it just, it is what it is. And the crazy thing is, if you take those two colors, black and white, you can reproduce any image, like a black and white photo. You can't do that with any other two colors. Or it's hard to do. Figured I would just throw that in. I know this is kind of a random uh, podcast. I'm all over the place. But a lot of times, that's how I do stuff from stream of consciousness as it comes into my head. And that that's a very natural way of doing things, you know. It's not st- structured in the sense of uh, predetermined or whatever I say it. I kind of channel it from the universe. So... Yeah, there's a lot of things that we have to really be paying attention to right now. But, yo, I, I will say one thing. That de Blasio fucked up my city, man. Just, just, there was an old guy, two old men sitting on the train, and some young guy just came and, I, if I'm not mistaken, stabbed them to death while people were videotaping it. What kind of world is this, man? What kind of world is this that we're living in where we let it get this far and out of control, you know? For those of you, you know, who have kids, you want your kid to grow up in a world like this, man, with with this adrenochrome, and and I'm not going to speak too much on that topic because uh, it's crazy. But it seems like they're rounding up a lot of the pedophiles right now, and they're all in seclusion. There's, I I believe there's a reason why for this quarantine, and I don't think it's just the coronavirus. My understanding is that there's a lot of shit going down right now. Uh, Trump has the military behind him, and I might have this completely wrong. I don't know. I'm not a Trump guy. But they're saying that he has the military and a lot of people behind him because they're fed up with all of this. And I think what really got to them was the pedophilia. And the opposing force to that, who, you know, do your research and you'll find out who that is, they're at war. And the way the resolution is going down is they put everybody down on quarantine and while they settle this out. That's why they don't want Trump reelected, Okay. Um, I will say one thing. I don't want Joe Biden up in there. I didn't want Hillary Clinton in there. So something that most people are not really noticing, but it's 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 taking place as we speak. And it's everything is a complete diversion. Look over here. Don't look over here. I saw something on the Internet about Wayfair. Had cabinets for $14,000. And the name of the cabinet, if you looked it up, was the name of a missing child. And... And then I heard people on YouTube commenting, oh, they're stuffing kids in cabinets and shipping them. And I'm like, this shit is a complete diversion. And and they gave you the dots so that you can connect the dots and have the feeling that you figured it out. They're shipping ki- children, abducting children and shipping in cabinets. That's, that's, that's so fucking stupid. And it's a diversion. They don't want us. They do that. Whenever you see some weird shit come out, sometimes it's true. 
But a lot of times it's a complete diversion so that you can look someplace else. And people are so gullible and so naive that they just go with it because it, it's the easy thing to do. It's hard to do the research. It's hard to to really try to get the right conclusions and see what really is happening. It's almost like you have to approach this as being your own general and seeing the formation on the field of the troops and the movements and who's flanking and not to get flanked and go through that whole Battle of Kenai, Hannibal in 216 BC where Hannibal wiped out 80,000 Roman troops with like 30,000 troops like crazy shit that kind of thinking so I've rambled on um, I've been going on here now for like 26 minutes and I could keep going but I just don't want to get repetitive I just it's been a couple of weeks since I got an episode out so like I said I really want you guys to focus on what's taking place pay attention to what's happening right now you got to develop that hard shell that hard outer shell and allow in what you want to allow in if you can shed light to somebody teach somebody or whatever you do that and but but you got to just be careful when you walk out there you know that uh this, this these are some evil times right now and it's basically the battle of good and evil that's taking place right now to to see who's going to have dominion over this over this world and hopefully this world goes back to the earth and in the garden of eden when they had the forbidden fruit which is a metaphor an allegory for so many things this world ceased being this earth ceased being the earth when it became the world and and the devil had has dominion he's the prince of the power of the air of this world right but god is going to restore it back to the earth People say, oh, if there's a God, why does he let all this go on? Because of the garden. You know, he, 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 he's not going to dictate to us what we're going to do. It's, it's a world of choices. He wants you to choose to follow him. He wants you to choose to follow love and compassion and understanding, you know, and nurturing and, 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 and love and, you know, taking care of your responsibilities. He want, he, but he wants you to make the ch- conscious choice to do that, which is the hard way, right? And from the Garden of Eden, when when they ate the forbidden fruit again, which is a metaphor, it became the became the world, and we chose to go away from from God. Okay, so, and it doesn't matter what religion you are. You know, I'm you know alpha male Buddhist. I'm Christian, and Jesus is my anchor. But Buddhism is is a philosophy. You know, it's a way of thinking, a way of living where it, it's in accord with with Jesus, Jesus's teachings, you know, and everything like that. But nowhere in Buddhism does it uh, talk about God. The word Buddha means awakened one, the self-awakened one, or the awakened one, okay? So, on that note, I'm up to 29 minutes. I really do want to thank you for listening, and namaste. Babylon, and we're going to our father's land.
You know, a lot of people are confused about what a Rasta really is and have a very negative image of the Rasta. Tell us what a Rasta is. See, Christ promised that he will return within 2,000 years, you know, mm -hmm. and he said, when him come, he will be the king of kings, the lord of lords, the conqueror line of Judah, through the lineage of King Solomon and King David. Now, my life have great meaning to me. So I really search to find out if God is here. When I search, I look, I look in Ethiopia. I look all about, look in Germany, you know, because I'm not prejudiced. I look for God. I look in Ethiopia, I see one man stand up with these names, Emperor Elias Lassie, name King of Kings, Lord of Lords, Conqueror Land of Judah, through the lineage of King Solomon and King David, written in the Bible. So when the revelation turned out that Isla Selassie is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, coming straight through the lineage of King Solomon and King David, then, you know, we really know that this is the Christ's return because the big, big thing. But, you know, the last days they'll prove out that is is Ethiopia, Isla Selassie, you know, and Isla Selassie's name is Rasta. So we are called Rasta, you know, called by his name. Uh -huh. And then, it's a lot of things. We go as far as saying, him say, when I return and you call upon him, now this is God, him say, when I return and you call upon him, your mother and your father will forsake you. Mi gato se está quejando No puede vacilar Si donde quiera que se mete Su gata lo va a buscar De noche brinca la verja Que está detrás de mi casa A ver si puede fugarse Lo pueda ver y no tan pronto, no tan pronto está de fiesta. Silvestre Felino tiene que echar a correr. Esto sí es serio, mi amigo. Oye, qué lío, qué lío se va a formar. Cuando mi gatito sepa. razón el que a su gata le cuenta que el que a su gata le cuenta no es nada más que un ratón un ratón
guerrero que camina. Welcome to the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. I'm your host, Miguel. I like to cover topics from ancient history, great leaders and generals from the past, and I also like to talk about self-realization, truth, critical thinking, and strategic spirituality. Outside the box, nonconformist. I'm here to shatter the myths of the mainstream media and the beta sheeple narrative. My email address is alphamalebuddhist at gmail.com. My website is alphamalebuddhist.podbean.com. My Instagram is alphamalebuddhist. And check out my YouTube channel, Alpha Male Buddhist, and that's on YouTube. It is the podcast accompanied with video clips that integrate exactly with the podcast so it's motivational and inspirational i also have promotional t-shirts if you go to my website alphamalebuddhist.podbean.com you can see the promotional t-shirts there reach out to me also if you have any show notes or any suggestions that you would like to hear on the podcast just reach out and see if i can get that done i've been getting some really Great emails and feedback from my listeners, which is great. So I want to thank you for listening and namaste.